1: Unfeatured Articles, at this time of year, at this time of day, in this part of the country, localized entirely within this podcast. Yes. And this is Unfeatured Articles.
2: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Unfeatured Articles. Uh, I'm your host, Riley McNamara. I'm joined as ever by my two boys, James Kehoe. That's me. And Curtis Lang. G'day, Papa. They're my co hosts, my, my wonderful, esteemed co hosts because I got roasted for not saying that last time I did this intro. <laughs> so um,
3: <laughs> every time you've done this intro, I'd, I'd, I'd wager you'll get me for something.
2: Yeah, we'll it's find true. something yeah, to it's mock
3: true. Riley for. Guys. Oh, yeah. That's we the- had a conversation before and we realized that you're never the bitch. Me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, so yeah. I think for this episode, we're just gonna be mean to you. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. You Do we have to be mean skinny
1: to skinny so and so? You? Do we have to be mean to someone? Can we not all be nice oh, to each other? We could be nice to each other. James? The damage it's already done.
3: Oh no, I've called him skinny. He's taking it to heart. <laughs>
1: Your words cut He deep. thought he had meat on his bones. I don't have thick skin. That's yeah. the whole point.
3: <laughs> Not far to get to his heart.
1: Oh, uh, what is this show, Riley?
3: Yeah, tell me now.
2: Haven't you been here before? No. no. Oh,
1: Hypothetically, let's say I haven't. <laughs> tell me what it is. I'm an alien. Gleep glop. What is this show?
2: <laughs> Gleep
1: glop? Gleep glop.
2: I like that. Okay, so uh, we are on Featured Articles. This is the podcast where we delve into the recesses of Wikipedia, find the most bizarre... Garbage. Yeah, just entertaining stuff. We bring it to the table, we talk about it, and uh sometimes yeah. it is
1: interesting stuff. Sometimes mm. they're interesting, yeah.
3: Like you talked about who's on first one time, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah.
1: And then you probe the humans, correct? I'm an alien. Oh, I'm dark and these. Yeah. yeah. And then, I love this bit. when the Can probing happens, I love to yes and Tell whatever me. you guys offer, Tell but I just don't the like the probing
3: bit. later. Okay. We'll talk about probing after the podcast, all right? right. Yeah. <laughs> So are we excited about our articles this week, boys? Yeah, come so. off strong off the back of last week, our Star Wars episode. We had a episode. bit of
2: a Star Wars going on last week.
3: Yeah, so no Star Wars this week. No Star Wars this week. No All Star
2: right. Wars anymore, ever. Well, we
3: yeah, and ever. I'm also sorry to say that uh, if you're listening to this podcast on the day it's released, then you have indeed missed our wonderful Good Time Boys show. Correct. And for that, mm. we're very sorry. It's, it went well. It, it went really well. Oh, yeah. yeah, We're certainly not hoping that because we're recording in the past, but it definitely <laughs> went really, really, really well. It was really, really spectacular.
1: Well. Yep. Um, it was good to see Oprah come along. Yeah. I'm really yeah. glad she was there. Yeah.
3: Surprising that she brought Trumpy.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird um, that he was there. And it really changed his perspective on a lot of things. I think which so. Is I think we opened his eyes. We I'm, have created world peace. I think we'll just wake up
3: tomorrow to a new and brighter tomorrow. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> Uh, Riley, what have you got? What have you right. got? What's the article you got for us today, mate? Oh, yeah. we fixed the world. Yeah. And Any, let's anything, ruin it
2: again. Anything to get us away from that. So, boys, today I'm going to be talking about the phenomenon of fan death.
3: Ooh, I have heard of this, I believe. Disappointing. That's the end of my sentence. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> um, so, fan death uh, is a well-known superstition in Korean culture. Well-known. Well-known. Yep, Curtis knows about it, therefore it's well-known, or it's Star Wars, <laughs> um, <laughs> where it's thought that Running an electric fan in a closed room, mm. like without having windows open or anything like that, will prove fatal.
3: It's a superstition. Superstition. That's yeah. not true at all.
2: You will die. Oh, superstition that if you leave a fan on in a, like so, if you you know you go to sleep for the night and mm. you've got your you got your little pedestal fan on, yeah, with your doors shut and your windows shut, you're gonna die. Wow. Yeah.
1: How does this come about? How, like, how does this superstition? Um, yeah, so why it's is this a thing?
2: Um, not really sure where it comes from. Um, there are story. There's evidence of the superstition dating back to like the 20s and 30s, 1920s, mm. 1930s. Okay. Um, there was a conspiracy theory that the South Korean government um, created the myth as propaganda um, to <laughs> to keep the country's to lower electricity en- to keep the country's energy usage down. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, in the 70s, oh um, d- during the during the energy crisis of the 1970s, yeah, um, but. Uh, and someone called Slate, which is an online magazine. Um, Slate reports that the the myth is a lot older than that. Yeah, as I was saying, dating back to like the twenties no, and the thirties. Uh, well. Um Not sure where it's come from. There well, is guess, there yeah. is zero concrete evidence to support sure.
3: the belief. Yeah. But like, well, it's, it's, where does knock on wood come from?
1: Right, yeah, like, superstitions, yeah, yeah. Like, just we don't forward. know where a lot of superstitions come from,
3: but I guess. Uh, okay, so, but this okay, is okay, but
2: there's, 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 yeah. This well, it's most prominent in Korea. I don't know if it's entirely localized to Korea. Yeah, right. Um, another thing I've just seen is that Fan Death is also the name of an electro disco band. Nice. Um, oh, so yeah. That's, that's
3: cool. <laughs> um, good name. Good name. Good, yeah. yeah.
2: Strong name Solid for name. a band. Um, yeah. Um, so. The the, the the reason that they think it happened, like um the stories from the twenties and the thirties warn of um that it, it could cause nausea, asphyxiation, mm. facial paralysis. Oh dang. Um because fans were pretty new like pedestal fans were pretty new oh. in the twenties oh, and I guess 30s. I right. that, like, so that's... It's, it's it's you don't really know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um
3: and they thought cameras would steal your soul, when they? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. when they first started.
2: Yeah. I've stolen mine.
3: I think. <laughs> if I had one. I can't remember. Whole episode um, to the classic anime *Rurouni Kenshin*, dedicated to it. Mm. Not really? fan death. The, the camera sticking. I mean, cam yeah, right. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Fan death's a little more under the radar than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So like, um, fe- pe- um, pedestal fans with timers on them are the most popular ones in Korea because, like, because of this. Beca- because it's it's advertised as a life saving feature.
1: That's funny. That's the-
2: <laughs> cause they're like yeah you know if you go to bed and you know you want to be cool you can mm. set your timer on your fan for like an hour or something it'll turn off right so you won't drown you yep. won't be asphyxiated drown yeah well you know it could happen <laughs> so
1: it's kind of like the whole skipping the 13th level of a building sort of thing yeah
2: like, sort of yeah it's just a well i mean is it is it is it like
1: well it's like a it's to prevent if this superstition is real in parts it, yeah. it's to prevent that just in case, I guess. Yeah, I guess, like... I
2: guess so. It's it's that uh, redundancy feature, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's like the proposed causes of death by fan, of fan death, if mm. you will. Right. Um, like air movement. So the movement of the air will increase.
3: In, oh. increase. increase. Inqueath. Inqueath. Oh. <laughs> <Help>. I <laughs> inqueath upon to you, my good Lord.
1: <laughs> we said we weren't going to pick on him. Anyway, <laughs> fair enough will right. um, we'll
2: increase sweat evaporation, which you know obviously cools the body down and extreme oh. heat when the when the blown air is warmer than the body's temperature, it will increase the heat on the body sure therefore causing hypothermia <laughs> um, sure. or heat stress um so <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they reckon it'll blow too much warm air over you so you'll like sweat more and get hot and yeah like and dehydrate and stuff like that. Um, the American EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, discourages people from using pa- fans in closed rooms without ventilation when uh, the heat index is above 32 degrees. Hmm. Um, so that's like that a- is Celsius, not Fahrenheit, by the way. Sure, um,
1: <laughs> but like that's based on actual stuff. If it's by the EPA, like is um, that,
2: I don't know. I didn't look into that. Yeah. Um, it does, however, approve of fan if a window is open and it is cooler outside. I don't understand why that's a thing. Like. I mean,
1: All the heat distribution stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know.
3: Well, up until about a week ago, I lived in a garage. You and you boys know it could get freaking hot in there. Very oh, true. Yeah, it yeah. got real hot in there. Yeah, we yeah. would have some we would have some bevies in there sometimes and we would just sweat that alcohol out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, there was a
1: distinct boy smell. <laughs> oh, very that, distinct boy garage. smell. The yeah. stank. <laughs> <laughs> the stank. Hey, you guys
3: didn't complain when you were like, where are we gonna go? I guess we'll got to curses. <laughs> Go nowhere else. <laughs> go to the dungeon. <laughs> go to the... Yeah. Go to the... Um, yeah, so but no, yeah, and I would always run a fan in there. Yeah. A bladeless fan. Yeah, a Dyson fan. Yeah, you're yeah. a bloody Dyson fan. Yeah,
2: So like maybe quality. they're different, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. well,
3: they are run by black magic. Yeah. It's true. Yeah.
2: It's, it creates a portal to a different dimension. It does, and the yeah. air just
3: flows through. Yeah,
2: that's correct. <laughs> um, so converse to that, they also think it could cause hypothermia.
3: Oh okay. Which is making you too cold. Yeah. Huh. So This is silly. Um, Feels so like yeah. just people just like making excuses. Like, like it could be this, right.
2: this, 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 or this, or this. <laughs> um, yeah. So like um hypothermia is abnormally low body temperature. Um your metabolism will slow down at night because obviously you're going to sleep. Like you don't need to do as much. Mm. Um you become more sem- more sensitive to temperature at night, apparently, and therefore more. Prone to hypothermia, supposedly. People who believe this theory think a fan operating in a closed room at night can lower the temperature to the point of causing hypothermia. Okay. I want one of these fans because it gets friggin' hot here in, uh, in Brisbane? summer. Brisbane, yeah. yeah.
3: Again, documented cases of this happening? Zero.
2: Zero. What? All right. No, actually, I think there may be... Um, um, just because we're there um, So media coverage During the summer Mainstream South Korean news sources re- Regularly report Alleged co- cases of fan death A Typical example is this excerpt From July 4, 2011 uh, Edition of the Korean Herald uh, Which is an English language newspaper So this hasn't been Just like lost in translation or anything mm. A man reportedly died On Monday morning After sleeping With an electric fan running The 15 year old victim Only known by his surname Min Was found dead With a fan fixed Directly at him and that okay. is all the evidence they need.
1: Of course. That would be like Please. a great cover up for a murder. Because like they would be ignoring any other signs. Like, if the fan is there, it's like, he's oh, we've got, fan like, on. got the cause. So There yeah, it is, there. Yeah, the right fan slit his throat. Of obviously. Right. And <laughs> took his kidneys. And gave him both hypothermia and hypothermia.
2: Yeah. And the asphyxiation is the other and thing that they reckon it could cause. Yeah. Um, uh yeah, so the article noted that there was no evidence that the fan caused the death. Okay. Um, University of Miami researcher Larry uh, Kohlstein, Kohlstein, um, there was a, says there's a misunderstanding in um, the case mm. or in the translation. Um, but it was an English language newspaper, so I don't know where he's coming from that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's they've accidentally endorsed the uh, the fan death theory. Um, Oops. So yeah. Um, Yeah, one of the other things that they reckon it could um, cause is asphyxiation um, by the displacement of oxygen and carbon dioxide intoxication. So they basically reckon um, that it would blow away any oxygen from around the body, Mm. but all the carbon dioxide would stay there.
1: Oh, (laughs) yup, Because that's how the air works. That's how air works. I'm an air scientist. I
3: know how air works. I'm an aeros... Me too. (laughs) Look at that. Look at us go. Uh, Maybe we would study that at uni, James. Um, We're not just destitute actors who do a podcast in their spare time. Um, (laughs) So yeah, the uh, the
2: South Korean government, the the Korean Consumer Protection Board. Um, the KCPB, um, they're a South Korean government funded public agency issued a custom safety alert in 2006, warning that asphyxiation from electric fans and air conditioners was among South Korea's five most common summer accidents or injuries. According to data they corrected, collected should say um, they published the following. If bodies are exposed to electric fans or air conditions for too long, it causes the bodies to lose water and causes hypothermia. If directly in contact with air current with an air current from a fan this could lead to death from an increase of carbon dioxide saturation concentration and decrease of oxygen concentration the risks are higher for the elderly and patients with respiratory problems for 2000 from 2003 to 2005 no. a total of 20 cases were no. reported. Through the C.I.S.S. No. involving asphyxiations caused by leaving electronic fans no. and no. air conditioners on whilst sleeping.
1: No. <laughs> to, prefer, no. <laughs> to prevent asphyxiation,
2: timers should be set, wind direction should be rotated, and doors should be left open. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a PSA. <laughs> do not sleep with your fans on. Don't do it. Don't. Sleep I'm with going your fans to on. regardless.
1: And if you have already been doing that, you're already dead. Yeah, I am. You I am a dead be, man. You yeah. can't be listening to this because yeah, you are dead. You're already dead. I'm going to talk about my thing. So that's fan death. Yeah. Thanks for fan death. I'll be wary next time. Yeah.
2: I'm just looking out for my people.
3: Yeah. I'm definitely going to sleep with with the fan on tonight. I'm just going to keep doing it because oh, wow. uh, I get hot.
1: In stark defiance. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Bold. Bold. <laughs> Bold. James? I want to talk about danger music. Danger <laughs> oh, music. Yeah. Danger music is an experimental form of avant-garde 20th and 21st century music.
3: Sounds like what Jack Black's dad was talking about at the beginning of the uh, Pick of Destiny.
1: Exactly that. That's pretty much what what it is. is. That's what it is. Um, Jack Black's dad is... No. uh, (laughs) It is based on the concept that some pieces of music can or will harm either the listener or the performer. Since the performances must nearly always be cancelled before they can be performed, danger music can also be thought of as more of a form of noise music. Um, so there are a couple of examples of this. Essentially, it's music that, um, in the way it's written, uh, must, in the way it's performed, harm or kill the performer or the listener. Uh, so, for example, uh, uh, sorry, Takahisa Kosugi's Composition: Music for a Revolution directs the performer to gouge out one of his or her eyes five years from now. Uh, works such as this are more often referred to as anti-music because they seem to rebel against the concept of music itself. Uh, there are so sorry, more... sorry,
3: sorry, just to clarify. Yes, they play the music, mm-hmm. and then at the end of like the sheet music, it says five, and years then in five now, years from now,
1: gouge out one of your eyes. You're um, as with many forms of concept music and performance art, the lines between music, art, theater, and social protests are not always clear or apparent. Danger Music, consequently, has some things in common with the performance art and artists, uh, such as Mark Pauline and Chris Burden. Um, so a couple of, uh, other ones, um... Yaman Sorry. Taka Ai's noise project, Hana Tarash, was notable for its dangerous live shows, the most famous incident being when the Japanese artist drove a bulldozer through the venue at the back of the stage. Jesus. Um, one of other pieces involved more symbolic forms of danger, such as Namjun Paik's danger music for Dick Higgins, which depicts the performer, which directs the performer to creep into the vagina of a living whale. Um, so. Huh. Yes. One piece of danger music I want to talk about is the brown note. Uh, <laughs> the brown note is a hypothetical infrasonic frequency that would cause user, humans to lose control of their bowels due to resonance. Uh, so essentially, you listen to this note and you shit yourself. Yeah. Um, Poop just to, flies just, from your bowels. That was a terrible sound effect. I apologize. LAUGHTER um, <laughs> <laughs> Zane's
3: upset. He's I will. I will refrain. Thank because. you.
1: Thank you. Uh, attempts to demonstrate the existence of a brown. <laughs>
3: we are. Uh, I don't think we're going to be invited back. I think this was yeah, in the yeah. last episode. Hope you've enjoyed our featured
1: articles. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it's all just fart noises from here and in. Yeah. Um, attempts to demonstrate uh, the existence of a brown, no- brown note using sound waves transmitted through the air have all failed. Um, they tried it out. They did, like, uh, in September 2009, London student Tom Reed, uh, he actually did die of a sudden uh, arrhythmic death syndrome, sudden arrhythmic death syndrome, S-A-D-S, after complaining that loud bass notes were getting to his heart. The inquest recorded a verdict of natural causes, although some experts commented that the bass could have acted as a trigger. So that's an example where a frequency did actually affect uh, The heart rate of a person And so mm. they're like well If it can kill a guy Maybe it make can him poop. make him poop um, they- But like
2: surely if the, if it Sorry to cut in But surely, surely if it did kill him There would have been something there Like
3: Sorry I just <laughs> leant on my chair And it squeaked very loudly in the studio <laughs> Oh no, um, god. Yeah, we, sure, we gotta sure. stop reacting to stuff that like can't be picked yeah, up on mics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all just went. Huh? Well,
2: we don't know what can and can't be picked yeah. up by the mics. Um but yeah, would 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 there have been um like a you know, some people have like a for for a stroke or something, they they can True. have like a like a something there that something tick like if they fall off a bicycle or something like mm. that, it couldn't like Trigger that Would that have been A case there Did it, Does it say
1: or Yeah so it probably It kind of says that like, I can't believe we're
3: comparing Strokes to the brown note <laughs> oh <With> what, <laughs> that, was, that wasn't my My point But
1: In uh, That'd have been an unnatural consequence But In the case of Tom Reed uh, Who died uh, It said that It was from natural causes Yeah So maybe like Yeah he had a pre-con- pre-con- Pre-existing condition Yeah That was uh, worsened by the base Um A report, a review of published research on low-frequency noses and its effects, contains a long list of research about exposure to high-level infrasound among humans and animals. Uh, For instance, in 1972, Borodon exposed 42 young men to tones at 7.5 hertz at 130 decibels for 50 minutes, and uh, there was nothing. Some reported drowsiness, some slight blood pressure increases, but uh, pretty much nothing. Uh, They tested it out on Mythbusters. They were like, hey... (laughs) Let's all shit ourselves, or um, we'll try to at least and do it for science. And oh, uh, they do the real work there. The myth, the the myth, the myth was busted, ultimately. Mm. Um, but uh, I think I think you know people should just keep trying. Keep trying. Let's we'll keep trying to find we'll that. Find
2: maybe we'll try. Maybe we'll do an episode where we try and find it. Yeah. yeah. We're, okay. Good. So we're gonna
1: stop for a bit, and we're gonna just do a bunch of frequencies. All and right. if you shit yourself, <laughs> email in and let us know. Email in and let us know. <laughs> Great. Did you do it? Did you sh- did just you let us her? know? Uh, know that was, it was in there. Um Bad.
3: <laughs> we did some bad bits on this podcast, James, but this is ultimately worst. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think it is, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. get, the, get the... All hail Rat King. Rat King. Rat King. <laughs> Um, any more on the brown note, Keo?
1: Nothing on the brown note. I wanted to kind of, I was looking for more cool examples of danger music, but I think that's about all it. Lists. Danger music um,
3: really intrigues me. Yeah, right? I, I just just before
2: we um, jump back to danger music, I did have a look at that. Um, there was a little bit of an article um, about the, the the Tom Reed guy who, yeah. who died of the bass music. Mm. That sudden arrhythmic death syndrome apparently kills twelve people a week.
1: Whoa! Far out. And yeah, it's just all out of nowhere.
2: Um well yeah so the the thing said there was no um where's that let me pull that back up the article said it's like you know not exactly a reputable article mm. um it was on wikipedia so fair enough um but yeah it said there was no trace hey, dude, of the most this has fed me is these party mix lollies that Zane's brought they in they are us.
3: very Moorish, i will admit that <laughs> Um, But yeah,
2: so he didn't have any alcohol or drugs in him, which Mm. um, I feel is bizarre because he was at a club in London. Mm.
3: Um, Hey, You don't need alcohol or drugs to have a good time. What do you do? Just dance my little heart out, dude. Just in a little valley lawyer, <laughs> right? You
1: don't know what you're doing. Um, anyway. So I don't
3: know. Well, yeah, that photo that we posted of us. Oh my God. That was so good. <laughs> in the valley
1: after a recording session <laughs> <laughs> where we look like we're just like something is happening to our body. Oh man. There's another example of danger music where, um, <laughs> it asks performers to throw anti-personnel bombs into the audience as part yeah, of I saw the, that. Uh, the musical presentation. Um, like obviously,
3: these are just all. Most of these are hypothetical, except that one yes. where they drove a bulldozer they through the back of the fucking, drive that that bulldozer. Actually, actually, happened.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, man. Um, but that's about it for danger music and the brown note. Yeah, Curtis, you want to?
3: I will. Well, gentlemen, from um, wait, where was yours? Sorry, where was yours located? Uh, Korea. That's right. From Korea to Iceland, and from the bum. Yeah. To the penis. Ah. The Icelandic Phalological Museum. Oh, good. So, Phalological, I'm just going to say penises from now on. Yep. Uh, the phalluses. penis Museum. The Penis Museum in, in Reykjavik, Iceland. That's it. That's nice. No. <laughs> All right, thank um, you. We're we going coming. there? This it's is located. The, it's, yeah, we're the, We're, we're, we're the traveling. the first unfeatured articles road uh, trip. Excursion. <laughs> excursion to Iceland, Reykjavik, because we have that kind of budget. Mm. Um, Houses, so, the, <laughs> the Icelandic uh, Penis Museum, located in Reykjavik, Iceland, houses the world's largest display of penises and penile parts. The collection of 280 specimens from 93 species of animals includes 55 penises taken from whales, 36 from seals, and 118 from land mammals, allegedly including the Holdu folk, Icelandic elves, and trolls. Oh, cool! In July 2011, the museum obtained its first human penis. One of four promised by would-be donors. So someone donated their penis to science, Mm, I guess. To art. To art. (laughs) To Um, both. Yeah. Its detachment from the donor's body did not go according to plan oh, no. and it was reduced oh, no. to a greyish-brown shriveled mass that was pickled in a jar of formalin. Oh, no. I didn't read that bit. Oh, no. Holy crap.
2: Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to cancel the podcast. I'm sorry.
3: The museum continues to search for a younger and a bigger and a better one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Too real. Oh. Too real. Oh. Like oh. all of us. Yeah, am I right? right. Um, Damn. I feel like he'd be able to feel that from beyond the grave. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um so yeah, it was founded in
3: 1997 by since then retired teacher. Ah. Um, and I'm gonna butcher this name, which is a healthy tradition on this podcast. I'm yep. gonna give it a crack. Uh Siguror artisan. Hmm. Sigurior. Segur <laughs> Hjartisson, and now I run by his. A, I think that's a D. I think it's Sigurda. Um, oh, oh, sorry, I forgot that Thor Ragnarok, uh, Raleigh Mcnamara.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. So I, can you I, had, I had to be proficient in Norse to yeah, fucking yeah. be. Yeah.
3: Give it a, have a crack at it. Uh, Sigurðar Hjartisson. Okay. So. Sigurðar Hjartisson. Mm-hmm. All right, and now run by his son. Oh, there's more. Hyorta Gísl Sigurason.
1: That'll do it. There you go. Nailed it. Um,
3: nice. So Sigurðar and Hyorta. Um and the museum grew out of an out of an interesting uh, by the way, how funny would you find it if you found out that your old teacher <laughs> started, 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 started a museum. Dick Museum? Yeah, <laughs> right. That would be that would be a great day at school. Mm. <laughs> no one would get any work done, and like the nah. teachers would be powerless because they'd be like they'd have to go. All right, it's not that funny <laughs> that Mister <Mr>. Yarson, <laughs> <started laughs> Yarson started a dick museum. Mister <laughs> <Museum. laughs> <Mr>. uh, Yarson, <laughs> Yarson. Um, so yeah, the museum grew out of an interest in penises that began during Segurta's childhood oh, when he was oh. given a cattle whip made from a bull's penis. Okay, this is. I'm just discovering so much. He obtained the organs of his Icelandic animals from sources around the country with acquisitions ranging from the hundred and seventy centimeter sixty seven inch huh um that's a little front tip <laughs> of a blue whale penis sixty so blue whale penis is sixty seven inches yep oh boy, oh boy uh to the two millimeter or zero point zero eight inch baculum, which is a part of a uh hamster's penis huh yep. Yeah. Uh, which can only be seen with a magnifying glass. The museum eye. claims that... <laughs> I was waiting for one yeah, of those. You gotta, I didn't know on, it yeah. was going to be the first Good to idea. break. <laughs> the museum claims that its collection includes the penises of elves and trolls, though, as Icelandic folklore portrays such creatures as being invisible. They cannot be seen.
2: A <laughs> <laughs> couple of empty cases. Yeah, mm, it's, a <laughs> it's a troll dick. It's a troll
1: dick. You, you, yeah. never seen, yeah. you never seen <laughs> Look around before. you children, there are troll dicks all around yeah.
3: The collection also features phallic art And crafts such as lampshades made from the scrotums of bulls oh. <laughs> So like
1: all the decor yeah. Is junk trunk Look down kids, the floor you're on It's all penis <laughs> All the way Oh, as far as, <laughs> as the far eye as can as see,
3: Simba <laughs> <laughs> No <laughs> The museum has become a popular tourist attraction with thousands of visitors a year and has received international media attention, including a Canadian documentary film called The Final Member. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Which covers the museum's quest to obtain the human penis that we spoke about before. Mm. According to its mission statement, the the museum aims to enable individuals to undertake serious study into the field of philology in an organised scientific fashion. Mm.
2: Yeah, for sure.
3: So, yeah. Oh uh, what! Oh my is that a god! Picture? Yeah, dude. So there, there is a lot of pictures. Oh, okay. So the bull's pen is similar to this one, intended for use as a bullwhip. So there is a photo here of, holy Christ, that is show a notes. big. Yeah, it's it's like, I don't know. They've like extended it and like twisted it mm-hmm. multiple times, so it becomes like this long whip oh, thing. We'll put the photo in the show notes. It is something to see. Oh my god, they've got a picture of Sigurdur Hjartsson. He oh, looks please. like a boss. Look at him. Which one? That dude? I'll do there. Just standing in front of all of his dicks. That is a man who would own a penis museum. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a man. It's a type. It's yeah. A type. Oh, you, my you God. Can, you can pick him. You can pick him. He em. looks so serious. I
2: think <laughs> penises are something to joke about, Curtis?
3: Depends on the size. <laughs> um Sorry. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> So the location of the museum, um, the collection was first housed in Segura's office mm. at college <laughs> until he so, retired so from his teaching job. So, so what happened really
2: is that this <laughs> dude just had a bunch of dicks. Yeah, someone and then found, came in.
3: Hey, sir, someone, I just f- like some help with my pay.
1: Someone
2: found him one day, and he was like, "Oh god, blah, 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 uh, uh, I'm, starting got, I'm starting a museum starting about a museum.
1: penises." It's, yeah, uh, brand new museum. It's brand new. Definitely in. doing it. He
3: decided more as a hobby than a job to put it on public display in Reykjavik and was awarded a grant from the City Council of 200,000 Icelandic ISK, which is Icelandic, their currency.
1: All right, so he can display his penises in public and get bloody funding. I do it once and I get- Oh, the
3: krona. Okay. Can you- 200,000 in Aussie dollars. Can you do that for me, James? All right.
1: 200,000 Iceland bucks? Krona.
3: Uh, Icelandic chrono. krona. K R O N A. Okay. Um, Two, but I'll, I'll keep reading. Yeah, t- so he got the, a grant. Like, he can get a grant for that shit, but we are mad <laughs> to support the opening of a museum in August 1997. By 2003, it was, it was attracting 5,200 visitors a year, of which 4,200 were from abor- abroad. And now, do we have money?
1: Yeah, 31572 That's Swedish krona. He got... Oh, whoops. That's Swedish uh, the, the, uh, Swedish
3: krona. Icelandic. He put... Uh, so... Yeah, so uh, 4200 were from abroad. He put the museum up for sale in 2003, but I also see. offered it to the city of Reykjavik as a gift. So he's just like, here you go, guys.
1: From me to you. However, $2, he was... $2,000. $2,000 and a half grand. Two and a half grand.
3: Okay.
2: So apparently... A More cr- reasonable. A, a yeah. krona is worth nothing.
3: Well... They're a small country. Yeah, a lot of people. Plus, it's better than what. Like, I want to go there. Yen, Japanese yen is like about a cent. Yeah, yeah. a single yen is like about a cent. So it just depends like the range of money that is. We love you, Iceland, and your money's real. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so he gave he he um he offered the city uh, the museum to the city of Reykjavik as a gift. However, he was unsuccessful in ta- obtaining financial support from the state or the city, apart from the grant. Bastards. Hmm. When he it, retired in 2004, he could no longer afford the rent of the museum's premises. No. Oh, no. After his retirement, he moved along with his collection to Huzovic, a fishing village with a population of about 2,200 people. Uh, north, uh, And that, that's just a bit northeast of the capital. The museum was housed in a small building, formerly a restaurant, that was marked with a giant wooden penis and a stone phallus standing outside on the street. As it should be. As it should, it should be, yes. The village's inhabitants were at first sceptical of the new arrival, mm. as you would be, but came to accept it when they were persuaded that there was nothing pornographic about the museum. No. In 2012, he handed over the collection to his son. Um, it was relocated from the fishing village to Reykjavik's main shopping street. Um, <laughs> its former location in Husavik is now home to the Exploration Museum. An offer from a wealthy German to buy the museum for $30 million ah. ISK, which is $232,000
1: US dollars. Right. Okay, that's more reasonable. And
3: a proposal to move it to the United Kingdom were both turned down. Good on you, mate. No nice. values. As Hjorta insists that the museum has to be in Iceland. He tends to continue acquiring new penises, because you can always get a better, newer, and a bigger size, and a bigger shape. You know? Yeah. Quote, unquote. Perfectly you know?
1: normal. Always said you know? Yeah.
3: You can always, quote, always get a bigger, newer one, ellipses, a bigger size, or better shape. You know? Hmm. According to the University of Iceland, anthropological, uh... Icelanders tolerance of the museum is an indicator of how Icelandic society has changed since the 1990s when a newly elected neoliberal government fostered a more open outlook on entertainment, creativity and tourism that has enabled new ideas to emerge publicly. He has documented the significance of the museum's role in Icelandic culture in a book, Philological Museum. That's the title. Philological Museum. Oh, Inventive title, my good friend. (laughs) So, yeah. um, there's, There's so, there's like, He's literally got so many. There's um, penises of minky whales, bull's penis, horse, a smoked horse's penis. Um, Why is it smoked? I don't know. There were runty, shriveled penises of reindeer, okay. foxes, minks, and rats. There were seal and walrus penises with stiff penis bones. This sounds like a Dr. Seuss novel. Yeah. Oh, a really bad, a really terrible Dr. Seuss novel. There were elephants' penises um, preserved in formaldehyde. Oh, my God. So many, so many, so I many. I mean, I want to go there. Yeah. A lot of dicks.
2: Yeah. Too
3: many dicks on okay, the dance then, floor. So oh. at the bottom of the... Because it chronicles the search for... Oh, my God. Okay. All right. The, the museum has... For, so for the human penising. Yes. Oh. The museum has so far received pledges from four men, an Icelandic, a German, an American, and a Briton, to, to donate their penises. Canadian filmmaker Zach Math comments that the American Tom Mitchell... He's an ordinary guy, but he has this quirk where he thinks of his penis as a separate entity from his body. Oh, God. Elmo. Okay. He calls his penis Elmo. Oh, right. no. <laughs> anyway, according to... <laughs> Seguro, Mitchell wanted to have his penis cut off even during his lifetime and then visit the museum. Fuck. Mitchell sent a cast of his penis to serve as a substitute in the meantime, <laughs> along
1: with <laughs> photographs
3: of it dressed up as Santa Claus and Abraham Lincoln. Oh, oh. all right, so this dude's just a
2: fucking wacko. Yeah,
3: the donor also <laughs> tattooed his penis with the stars and stripes to make it look more appealing. Oh, that ruins it. So you that's just what? one example of one of the guys. So that, that f- dude is
2: actually actually insane. insane.
3: The final thing I'll, I'll say is: American writer and actor Jonah Falcon, known for his impressively sized penis, Great. was invited by the museum via the Huffington Post to donate his member after his death. Mm. It was announced in May 2014 that Falcon had accepted the proposal, Fantastic. suggesting a display alongside the sperm whale to be called "Jonah and the Whale." Funny, <laughs> <laughs> after yeah. the biblical love that. story. I love, I love it. Love it. Who is Jonah Falcon? I've not actually heard of him. He sounds impressive. An uh, author, did you say? <laughs> oh my god. He's an actor, American actor and television producer. He came to national attention in 1999 over the size of his penis, reported to be huh. a record 13.5 inches long when erect. Whew. Hang
2: on, so, so, so he's an actor and a writer known because, and he's not biggest not, claim not, to fame, not for his acting or his writing.
3: Yeah, good occupation: online gaming, actor, television personality, and online writer. No, gaming, for largest male me. sex organ.
1: So he literally has the largest. Yeah. Huh. And on that note, that's where
3: I'll end. Yeah. That's probably the fav- my favourite article I've ever done. There was <laughs> so much in that one. <laughs> well, Holy- you weren't expecting it. Sam. I wasn't expecting it. Like I did- gave it a quick sk- skim, but I missed all of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Brilliant. But anyway, yeah. So that's all three of our articles. Uh, now we need to vote on a winner for this week. Um, we do Curtis? Well, I I loved my, my article. We talked about this. Uh, yeah. So let's <laughs> just give a rehash of what we did. I did the... Uh, Palaeological Museum. Museum. Yep. James, you did the uh, Danger Music. Danger Music. And Riley, I had the- Fan Death. Fan Death.
1: Well, they were, yeah. I like good ones this episode. Yeah,
3: really good ones this episode. Yeah. I liked Danger Music though because mm-hmm. like, there's something about that really intrigued me. Like the, the bulldozer coming in and the bombs thrown into the audience. Yes, it's just so. And <laughs>
2: something about yeah. that intrigues you. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. is, it, it just yeah. it
3: reminds me of um like Japanese like art is often they they are known for taking. Things to the extreme like this, mm. because it's like um like uh, physical theatre and buto like yeah.
1: Butoh,
2: I've just come up with something that I'm gonna put on a future episode. So fantastic!
1: Oh my word! Well, uh, we'll that, look out for that one. Yes, it but reminds yeah, so, me. I uh played music for a revolution four and a half years ago, and now in about six months, I do have to gouge out one of my eyes, Oh so no, Please, no. just remind me of that. Yeah. I'll bring it up. I'll yeah, bring it up. Yeah, okay. it on the podcast. Cool. Yep. But
3: yeah, my favorite danger music. Riley, how about you? Dick museum. Dick museum. Dick Museum. Dick Museum. It was really good, wasn't yeah. it? That's a great article. Well there you go. Dick Museum is our winner for episode seventeen. Yes. Well, that's the end of the of what we've got for you all today, ladies and gentlemen. Correct. Um thank you so much for listening, as ever. Um this has been Unfeatured Articles, and you can find any of the episodes that we've released so far and any of the ones coming out in the future on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or any other podcatcher of your choice. Yes, um, We've got some social media, don't we, boys? That we do. Um, um, you can find us on Twitter, on Unfeatured
1: Pod. Uh, Facebook, Unfeatured Articles. And Instagram, also Unfeatured Articles.
3: Great, yeah. Check us out there. We always um, post about like when a new episode's coming out, and we post mm. some
1: funny pictures of us doing some stuff.
3: We just want to get that social media engagement, don't we, boys? We just want to tell people what we're up
1: to. And if you like the show, be sure to share it with your friends. Absolutely. Uh, Tell them about your favorite episode and share it on around. Uh, But until next time, browse responsibly.
2: Okay, so you
3: find yourself in a rustic tavern. It's lit by a fire and a half and a grumpy-looking bartender. And uh, I roll to crime. What? I roll to crime. Or
1: oh, crime. I'm proficient. I assist. Sweet. I roll to crime with advantage.
3: Okay. Oh, all right. What crime exactly are you committing? Uh, to steal the
1: hearts of everyone listening to us right now. No, I take it back.
2: <laughs> Laura Disorder is a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast where the worst
3: kind of people team up to rid the world of slightly more worse people. It's a whole thing. We're not the worst. Follow us on iTunes or on your podcatcher of choice. Find us online at That's Not Productions.com or find Law and Disorder on Facebook and Twitter. And now, on with the game.
1: A That's Not Cannon Productions podcast.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.